Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. This is the internet's only college football podcast. And that's important because it is the only place where I can tell someone what happened in week four. Uh, someone who didn't actually watch much of week four in college football. Someone who needs things explained because... Uh, I think there are some things that would be hard to explain to somebody who is irresponsible and did not devote 12 to 14 to 16 hours of their Saturday to watch every single game all the way from Louisville UVA, extremely important game, all the way through, I don't know, Eastern Michigan, San Diego State, which ended, I believe, at 1.45 a.m. with a San Diego State victory in overtime. How'd I know that? I watched them all for you. So did Jason Kirk. So did Holly. Hey. Y'all can just say hey, hi uh, is, at, at is, any time. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, I agree. Um, I, watched, I watched all that stuff, too. I can confirm Spencer's not lying. I agree that there were many games. That's a, that's a hot take, but we're going to let you we're going to let you skate on that. Uh, All 130 teams played hard. That's except for Louisville. <laughs> uh, no, they. Yeah, no, we won't talk about the other team that didn't play hard. No. Uh, Ryan Nanny, as always, joining us from Godless. It's not Godless. No, I'm just, sorry. Our God is artisanal mayonnaise. <laughs> our God is an oily God. Our God is an oily God. He reigns. From spread spreading above. I'm sorry. I'll you leave. I'll leave you had you had family business, so you <laughs> Ryan only has a family. <laughs> Ryan has a family. <laughs> yeah, so you Hangs know out with. So you know that thing where uh, every fall, football season starts or is about to start, and a certain portion of the internet rises up to say. No fall weddings. Nobody get married in fall. Love is reserved for the other seasons. Commitment. Your only commitment is to your school, which doesn't care about you and only wants some small portion of your money, unless you're very rich, in which they want almost all of it. I agree that the militants in this are weird. Counterpoint, I once missed LSU-Bama and a USC-Oregon game in the same night because I had to be in a full mass wedding in Cincinnati. I mean, but here's the thing. It is bad that you had to be in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, thank you. A full mass wedding in Cincinnati isn't good any time of year. It's not like, oh, it was spring. Oh, shut okay. down full mass. We should do this in a church. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what about, a, what about a full cast wedding in Cincinnati? Uh, well, y'all y'all are going to, you're, you're going without me because I've been to Cincinnati once and that's enough. They got a decent zoo. I thought it was the Catholicism that was going to turn you off, but here we are. No, no, no. That's, that's, come on, that's. That's ironic now. <laughs> fair, fair. I walk in. I enjoy get the, on this ironic Cincinnati. Ironic Cincinnati. If I wanted Kentucky. We're on post Cincinnati. It's Kentucky with a bridge. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what that's Cincinnati is. Bill Belichick quote. We're on a post Cincinnati. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're on to Lexington. Lexington Lexington's kind of hot this year. I like that Spencer can just roll into the church a little bit tipsy. And based on the way he looks right now, be like, I'm cosplaying as Noah. It's fine. You can't get mad. <laughs> We're going to do the part where I get naked and my sons laugh at me. 
It's my favorite part in the Bible, period. There is no better story in the Bible. I thought you were going to say it's my favorite part of each afternoon. It is. <laughs> Kids, hey, come on. Do you know how much little boys would respond to, okay, listen, we have to build a huge boat in our backyard. Yay! <laughs> and then we got to go get all of the animals. Yay! Little boys would have the worst list of animals to take, right? They would have. They would take nothing... <laughs> Useful. You'd go, well, listen, we should probably salamanders. get salamanders. Get salamanders. Two hyenas. Salamanders. Here. No. They wouldn't take salamanders, Brian. That's how I know you have. That's how I know you don't have sons. Wow. Right? Because wow. salamanders are too. They're too tame. That Little boys are going to take like. They'll be like cockroaches. <laughs> cockroaches. They're super tough. Yeah, it'll be like it, it. It won't be like puppy dogs. It'll be like a dog we found. Yeah, in the storm drain. <laughs> it chewed a hole. Five in, legs. It chewed a hole in the wall of our house, and it only answers to Leon. Yeah, that's that's. Dad, we love him. <laughs> we have to keep him. We should take two cats. Yeah, cats. Sure, go ahead. Take two cats. These are cats we found at a medical institute. Okay, cool. They glow. One Fine. of them's a, one of them's a wolf. Yeah, little boys are going to take the dumbest assortment of things. They're going to take, like, they'll be like, we need two bees. And you go, bees don't come and you just, yeah, okay, so we need a hive. No, that's not, God, this is just. We got one squirrel. Yeah. This is why people in the Bible killed their families all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Is that why Abraham was like, oh, you want me to? Absolutely. 100%. Let's go. I got, I've been waiting for this opportunity. Say no more. Finally. They they would pick they would pick things that they had seen washed up on the beach, right? That's that's basically kids' encounters with animals are did I see it in a zoo and like it, right? Like we would take nothing cool. There's a bald eagle in the zoo. My kids, no interest. The carrion eating crane with a horrifying waddle and a beak that looks like a scythe that's like gigantic and has legs that are as weathered as the desiccated bark of an African like scrub tree that horrifying thing both of my sons are like we'll take that yeah but that's awesome but once the bees kill all the other animals on your ark you're gonna want that carrion eating crane so it's useful yeah no (laughs) it's gonna be the only animal left the bees are just sitting there like piling venom into it and it's like immune don't care it's like it's like a gentle breeze to me it's fine welcome to our college football podcast yeah so yes Ryan has a wife and child and has earned our scorn. She (laughs) said child turned two years old yesterday, and that meant we had to have a small but somewhat meaningful birthday party for her. And that meant that that knocked out a significant chunk of the day, either preparing for the party, hosting the party, or just feeling incredibly tired at the end of the party and not wanting to, you know, do anything, even watch college football. And I say this because... No fall weddings, that's fine. That's one thing. Maybe you feel strongly about it, maybe you don't. But weddings, by and large, can be sort of planned to your liking. No fall babies? Listen, man, that's a whole, you know... If if you think you can control it that precisely... Which... Wait, you didn't even try to control it? No, this is why it's funny. You say that you can't control it. Spencer managed to have both of his kids within like two weeks of the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. Got the whole off season to get him out of larva stage. We co- like that was inadvertently coordinated, but it happened. I'm sorry that you're so virile, Ryan, that you had problems with this. Anyway, we can talk about um, Texas TCU, maybe? I don't know. So, so listen. This what is are what we I doing do. the ad read for men with low testosterone? Because Ryan can't relate, and one of us should probably do it. Yeah, it'd be me. I'll just, I'll just pile in there. Hey, everybody. Yeah. <sighs> you know, I'm like the... I'm like uh, like the Vols football program. I got low T. You said! <laughs> We're not talking about the game. There was no game involving that program this weekend. Not one. This is assault you can hear. She's slapping you, isn't she? How yeah. stupid, how no, stupid was- are you? How stupid are you to bring up that game? One of the few games that I actually paid even some attention. He told to. me I I didn't want to do the show today, and he told me we weren't going to talk about it. We didn't. We I'm happy. I'm happy to not talk about it. Okay. Okay. So, so, so Ryan. Me, so I made a list of eight results that I have almost no context for. Some I saw a little bit, or some I read a little bit about. But by and large, I don't know anything about these games, and I just want you all to explain them to me as if I am the dumb virile apparently man boy that I am, and I'm going to start here. <laughs> Our big, our big, overly productive uh, <laughs> adult idiot son. with no attention span, just just going around spawning. It was a very nice birthday party. In any event, Oklahoma twenty-eight, Army twenty-one in overtime. What happened here? Game of the year. Yeah, the best. Listen, Ryan, we have so much to explain to you about this game. <laughs> so, so much to explain about it. Um, Jason. Jason, start. I'm gonna set a. I'm gonna set a timer. By the way, the timer okay. is um, the timer is an important element in this. But Jason's going to do the initial setup um, for you and for anyone who did not get to watch this game, which is most of you, unless um, unless you did what we did, which was uh, hack the web. Absolutely incredible. Hack the All net. right, Jason. We hacked the web. We we got on the dark web. The dark web. So uh, in the Big Twelve. Each school has one of its games that it is free to basically sell. This is because of the Longhorn Network. Texas's or you know, Texas's spare game is tied up, and everyone else just sort of shops them around to the highest bidder. Oklahoma still does the pay-per-view thing, um, which means this particular game, if you wanted to watch it legally, it was going to set you back fifty-five dollars to watch Oklahoma as a thirty-one-point favorite against the troops um it comes to halftime and i believe they're tied at halftime the game was never more than like a a touchdown difference between the two it gets into the start of the fourth quarter and they're tied (laughs) and everyone sort of realizes like oh shit we should watch this and there wasn't a whole ton going on at the time so everyone sort of scrambles to find streams some some of us went to uh reddit streams other folks went to a a twitch stream or a, a twitch stream and I think a Periscope that were like dueling, very, very popular. They both had like tens of thousands of views. The Twitch stream was a delight. The, the is Twitch is that the one where the guy showed like his broadcasting feet? on his feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, <laughs> there was a guy. There was a guy in Oklahoma broadcasting, and people were on there. And you should understand that one. He had an extremely East Oklahoma accent, which was, "I don't care if y'all get this shut down." 
I'm going to keep going. Some and people were asking, show us your feet. I and he's paid like, for this. Y'all going to get a show. Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are quoting verbatim from this dude. Beautiful. Who's a legend. Like, it's third down. It doesn't matter. They ain't got it. I can't wait until all of his comments are read back at his deposition when he gets sued. <laughs> I will. I will. What? Does he need a character witness? <laughs> I'm going to step forward. I thought his feet were lovely. Who's going to get mad at him? Army football needs the support. And Oklahoma doesn't want people to remember that this almost happened. But maybe that's why they'll try to claw it back. This was private. You broadcast our weird sex tape. <laughs> this was this was a tantric sex tape. If you were an army fan, okay, it was it was extremely. By the way, uh, two minutes and forty seconds into this conversation, that is the length of Oklahoma's first scoring drive Jesus. in this game to go up seven zero. Only two minutes and forty seconds. Continue. Do, 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 do. Okay, so um, I'm going to ask some pointed questions. What was time of possession? Buddy. Well, we're asking ourselves what time of possession is, too, after watching this game. Yeah. What even is time of possession? <laughs> because I'm, I'm going to tell you, it was lopsided. How about that? Okay. Yeah, what, 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 you, should know, what you should know is this, okay? That, that on a night... Where there are 60 minutes in a football game. Okay? 60 minutes. They got to be divided somehow. Um, I want you to just... If I told you that Army had 40 minutes of possession to Oklahoma's 20, would you believe me? I guess I would. I mean, if Oklahoma scored that quickly, but also didn't score that much... It feels like they were probably like Spencer's just... testosterone. I would say that's a little low. Damn. Damn. You see, you brought up the Tennessee game. Look, this is just going to be the rest of the episode for you. That's fine. That's fine. Mm. People love this. No, the best part. I didn't even see most of the game, which is the best part. I turned it off at seven. Nothing because I had seen everything I needed. That's why Holly is the smartest person associated with associated with this podcast. Yes, I would believe 20 to 40. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you should not believe me. Okay. Because the actual the actual number in that was. I've never told a lie on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma had 15 minutes and 19 seconds of possession. Army had 44 minutes and 41 seconds of total possession uh, on the way to racking up 26 first downs uh, and on the way to converting 13 of 21 third down opportunities so but how did they if only you, score 28 points then <laughs> time of possession because i'm going to give you the times of each army scoring drive and regulation okay are you okay or their first three their first three were nine minutes and 31 seconds oh god okay Eight minutes and fifty-four seconds. Speed up, th- great. Speed and, up. And their third. Oh, just wait. Their third, which was a ten-minute and forty-seven-second drive. Jesus Christ! To score, and then in the fourth, mm-hmm. when every, by around the time everyone was tuning in, they went on another ten-minute drive that everyone just knew. Oh man, this is going to be the one that seals it. This is going to be the greatest shit I've ever seen, and it's illegal, also. And it's also for America. We're stealing for America. But then they threw an interception during that. I think like about an eleven minute drive. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen their 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 
that 10 minute 47 second one that 19 plays the one that ended with an interception regulation uh, 17 plays 10 minutes off the clock leisurely strolling up to the line also we had looked up earlier in the day um the longest do you know the longest drive in ncaa history Anyone? I feel no, like I, 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 really feel like we, I feel like um we looked this up a while ago, but I don't remember what it was. So go ahead. Twenty six plays by Navy in a bowl game, and it ended. It ended with a field goal. And that was <laughs> that was in a bowl game, wasn't it? Uh, it was. It was about. I'm not sure exactly which game. It was about 14 years ago. Okay. I think. No, I. No, I remember. That- I remember, against... I think we talked about this in a bowl preview, which is why I bring it up. I think it was against Texas Tech. Maybe. Sure. I yeah. believe. It is, it, it is now. Because at one point, if you want to know the like sweet and sour, the magical sweet and sour combination of two opposing styles that equaled some real magic, uh, that would be a Mike Leach era Texas Tech team playing a Paul Johnson Navy team. Oh, God. Two coaches who, in talking to each other, I bet... Uh, understood three words the other said and who play completely diametrically opposed brands of football in a bowl game. And I believe that bowl game was one of the ones where the bell ringer was caught uh, at hip level ringing the bell. Thus the famous gif of the bell ringer looking like he was pleasuring himself into Again, the like Ryan, overly virile. Just <laughs> our big Johnny Appleseed of a boy. This the only lesson I'm taking from this episode is that I shouldn't do the podcast anymore. Ah, I see what you're doing. Okay, mm. okay, <laughs> finally. As long as I thought. Well, so th- so that's what was going through my mind as like 17 play drive, and they're at the 30. It's like, oh my god, they're gonna have the longest drive in football history to beat Oklahoma while on the dark web. This is the greatest moment in football history. It was all building to this, but alas, Oklahoma ruined it. Oklahoma hates the troops. Army covered. But Oklahoma hates the troops. Middle America turned on, turned on the military. Jesus, chicken sandwiches, everything. Damn. Yeah. Also, we uh, we learned this that honestly, the drop off from professional commentary on a football game to one guy named Dave or whatever his name was in Oklahoma pointing his camera at it. I, I hate to tell you, ESPN, you're overpaying a lot of people. <sighs> Hurtful. I ain't never seen Kirk Herbstreet's feet. Herb feet. That's true. Do you want to? Not at all. Okay, because... But I imagine the request makes him uncomfortable. Just just check your DMs after about a day after we release this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Would you, would, you no. Say, would you say that it would make him turn red? <laughs> yeah, I, I would you're imagine gonna, this would be quite, a, quite right. a, ruddy, a ruddy occasion. All right. Um, I would like to now have you you all explain two scores in tandem, if that's okay. Okay. Stanford thirty eight or that's four scores. Yes. Like Abe Lincoln said. Who who also? Well, I guess he did hate some of the troops. We'll get to that mm, later. Yeah. Um, Stanford thirty eight, Oregon thirty one, and Washington twenty seven, Arizona State twenty. Mm. To a game, each game decided by one touchdown. Each game seems like it was close, and but the but the favored team, the higher ranked team, won. Please tell me what I should learn, if anything, from these two results. 
these games were completely opposite. Um, yeah. They arrived at a seven-point margin in which the favored team won by... I don't think you could have two more different approaches. Washington ASU was... Washington was just sort of holding, a, you know, like the, the, the taller kid holding the little kid have their head on the forehead while the little kid is swinging, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they can't quite, they don't have quite have the reach to connect. That, that was this game. This no, Washington just, just, just keeping ASU at arm's length. At no just point. Just the entire did, game. At, at no point, by the way, was this dishonest. Washington was obviously doing that, phoning it in, trying to minimize and shorten the game. And keeping everything in front of them because they knew Arizona State could not could not get a big play on them. So they just sort of pinned them down and held them to that. By the way, important note, um, here at this mark in the podcast, um, the time since we talked about the Army game, their shortest scoring drive? Right now. Right now. That eight-minute drive? Yeah, that's how long it took them to get down the field from the minute we started talking about the Army game. It kind of looked like um, Arizona State is. I'm impressed. In just one year, they're incredibly Herm Edwards. Like, they're really boring. <laughs> how do they? I mean, how do they get boring? Because they're not. We did have a fun couple minutes thinking about how funny it would be if Herm Edwards knocked the Pac-12 out of the playoff in his like his first. <laughs> That's all he did in his first four games. But like they're, they're like Arizona State is like the most like big fundamentals team, and in this game Washington just kind of looked like super Arizona State, which shouldn't be a surprise. Like we all saw the Auburn game, we all saw the Utah game. They're not going to score a lot of points. They just want they just want enough points is all they want. So that was this game. It was there was like it, it was almost like um, uh, formality type drama at the end where it's like. Yeah, sure, it's close. Let's, what you know, okay. You know, yeah. We all know what's going on. Whereas Stanford, Oregon, that was some crazy-ass shit. That is easily one of the craziest games of the year so far. Yeah, so... You, 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 yeah, Spencer, take it away. What, what you should know is that Oregon hopped on and Justin Herbert did not miss a pass for the better part of three and a half to four quarters. And I say... He's very good. He's exceptional. He's a delight. You should also know that Oregon's offensive line real like very large very mean very very physical as the coaches like to say yeah no they that was live and it was great but you know what oregon did uh in stuffing stanford making them look real bad held them to under 100 yards rushing which if you'd asked me i would have said "Ah, i thought they at least got 100 nope 71 man bryce love only had 89 yards but uh here's the problem uh oregon can't defend the pass real well and that's how kj costello had 327 yards passing um there is a very important sequence in this game and if you um if you watched it um an absolute disaster for oregon this is at the point where it is 20 let's see it is 24 let's see 14 at this point or 24 7 and what should have happened is that after Oregon drives down the field again with some really great, like, just great offense. Like, they looked fantastic until they got to third and goal and uh, there was a fumble and at the four. And at the four-yard line, you say, oh, well, how far can a fumble go? 96 yards. Went all the way back. 
all the way back. And what should have been a 31-7 lead becomes 24-14. Stanford claws back with a really nice drive through passing. And that's how we get to OT. Oh, wait, wait, Jason. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting one thing. Oregon forgot how to end a game. Yeah, the uh, if you look at the ESPN win projection chart, you know how they do the little roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It goes all the way to a hundred for Oregon, and then after the um, the fourteen point swing, the pylon fumble, and then the actual fumble or the kicking the pylon play, and then the fumble return, it spikes back toward the middle, and then it goes all the way back down to Oregon one hundred percent victory probability again, uh, and then. Yeah, Oregon's trying to run out the clock. They could have kneeled and had Herbert, you know, do, do just waste some time wandering around in the backfield, and they could have punted it and given Stanford, at best, a Hail Mary, that kind of thing. Instead, they decided, let's just go for the first down to shut this thing down, which there was a lot of second-guessing about that because we all saw what happened, which was dude sticks his arm across the, across the first down marker, Boom, game clinched, game over, fumbles. With his hand across the first down line, he fumbles. Um, So, yeah, that's easy to second guess at that point because we all saw what happened. So the Pac-12 North is just going to eat itself this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Pac-12 South, Arizona State is going to ruin everyone. Already has, yes. (laughs) Yeah, already has. It's great. It's awesome. Cool. Unless Stanford Stanford runs the table. It's not. Just don't. You're not going to get that lucky again. Then again, are they going to play anybody as good as Oregon? They're going to play Washington, and boy, won't that be exciting. (sighs) Washington losing two wide receivers to the NFL really dented their watchability. (laughs) Hard. They only had two exciting players. (laughs) And half the problem is, like, all their, their, like, super, super stud athletes, you know, they're all in the secondary now. So, like... You ain't scoring on them either. Yeah, the only touchdown, the only guys who can really like catch long passes for TDs are DBs, and that's <laughs> that doesn't make for real great watching. Especially, although I have taken. Remember, I'm just gonna make the best of every team watching, and see what they're doing. <laughs> right? Like, what is this team trying to do? Washington is trying to win by keeping the game slow and playing really great defense and running the ball and taking Jake Browning and just. Making the best of it, man. Which is ridiculous because he's Washington's like career leader in TDs. And Jake Browning, um Jake Browning sometimes does things on a football field that I just you know, when you go, Oh man, what quarterback does that remind you of? And I'm like, Guernica by Picasso. Like, I don't I I don't know why he does certain things. I don't know why he does scram I he's not that fast. Someone needs to pull him aside and tell him he's not that fast. He's one of those quarterbacks. Okay, I'm going to skip to one that I think is easier to explain, but sad. UNC 38, Pittsburgh 35. Hmm. Is Pitt bad? Pitt's always bad. And always good. But but UNC's really bad. Yeah, Pitt's trash. Pitt's going to beat Notre Dame. We all know this. Mm -hmm. Pitt didn't learn anything here. This is fine. Yeah, UNC, UNC, I think, still has like ten suspended players. That's fine. Pitt That's is doing great. Pitt is exactly Pitt is what you need course. them to be at any moment. No worries about Pitt. 
Yeah. Okay. No, okay. part of the plan. All part of the plan. All part of the plan. Lost to UNC's JV team, Notre Dame. Oh my God, you're shaking right now. Okay, I can I can do that. Um, I'm gonna save the most alarming one for last, and instead, this is also somewhat alarming. Kentucky 28, Mississippi State seven. <laughs> I got an answer that, for you. Hold on, let me let me back up first. Is that is the seven right? Is that's not an ESPN that's, fuck that's up? Correct. That that happened. Yeah, that's correct. Sure, shooting. So how what? Well, this is one of those stories that you can't tell without starting with. Well, it turns out, <laughs> buddy, you don't just walk into the Kroger and leave with more than seven. You walk into Kroger, you're gonna get a Rogerin. Yeah. Do you know why? You I've know been when I when I walk into a Kroger, I, I think there's a human thing where you can really only remember how one grocery store is laid out, right? Yeah, and when they switch it on you, you're done. Oh, there's oh, yeah. one left-handed Publix in this town, and it drives me up a fucking wall. Right, it's like it's like your own. <laughs> they is... have the vegetables on the left, and is not right. What's your favorite episode of Westworld? The one where I go into the left-handed Publix. See, so now I, I I think they're trying to unify all the Publixes now. Publicies, publicies, publicies. Which yeah. I think is even more confusing because, like, you you know, you'd sort of mapped out like, okay, I know where this stuff is in this. One. I know where this stuff is in that one. Have you been to this? And now, and now, here, like off Cascade, those plans are all wrong. It's, it's disconcerting. Oh, I've I've been to all sorts of layouts. <laughs> I'm a man of the world, aren't I? I forgot about your public privilege. <laughs> I'm a traveler. I'm, I'm, it's like trying to pick your favorite GoldenEye map. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it, so quit asking. That's why I don't go to Food Lion. Body armor doesn't work. <laughs> I, I cannot, uh, I cannot tell you uh, any reason this happened other than this. Kentucky's good, y'all. They're a good football team. They're not. I'm not saying great. Shut your mouth. They're good. They're a really good football team, and they don't do anything they can't do. And in addition to that, I think if you get if you get skunked by, as you know, like to a single score by Kentucky, then this might be the market correction on Mississippi State. Because I don't know, maybe getting 400 yards of rushing a game on you know competition that can't they can't punch back like Kentucky. Basically, what I'm saying is that they went into the Kroger like everybody else who goes into the Kroger, completely confused, disoriented. Yeah. Lost their normal. They acqui- got Albert Sund. They did get they, the normal. The normal acquisition rate per minute of three point eight items that you achieve at Publix doing decisively because you know where everything is, right? Gone, staggering. Wondering where are the bars? Can I ask? I think Mississippi this- State was just respecting the limits of the express lane. Can Mississippi ask- State learned the only thing that works at Kroger is a self checkout. Now get your ass gone. Can I ask something of the SEC East partisans in this group and Jason too, if he feels like answering? Um, is it more like not not emotionally, but like not upsetting? But is it more disconcerting to your sense of the universe that Kentucky might be good at football, like generic Kentucky might be good at football, or that Mike Mark Stoops might have built a successful football program at Kentucky? Like, which one is more the former unsettling? The former. Mm. I feel like I feel like it's the latter for me. I think they both make sense fine. Mm. Just because Mark Stoops just I mean to me um conjures extremely Oklahoma voice and Kentucky is basically Oklahoma. 
or, or Ohio, excuse me. I said, did I say Oklahoma? I said, mm-hmm. I meant Ohio. And there's enough, like, to explain what Mark Stoops has done well. Like, they've recruited reasonably well, and they have, you know, uh, they, they play a seemingly a more disciplined brand of football than they had in years past. They, the Joker Phillips is not part of the staff anymore. That's an important Mark Stoops accomplishment, which Florida did not advise itself of. Um, but yeah, the, the Kentucky just goodness part. Yeah. That's the weirder. It's sort of like James Franklin and Vanderbilt in retrospect. It's not weird that James Franklin built Vanderbilt into like a competitive sec school. It was weird that Vanderbilt was a competitive sec school. I think the other thing too, that we should have seen coming is that, um, a good team. You just have people with awesome names. Like right. that's inevitable, right? Uh, Benny Snell, the mm-hmm. lineman named Bunchy Stallings on this team. Are we going to discuss Benny Snell's tweet? I don't know if that's Benny Snell for sure. I oh, think okay. it's. I think it's. Benny yeah, it Snell. is. It's Benny Snell in my heart. Okay. Yeah, that's his account. That's the tweet. He. Oh, good. He puts. A, 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 he did the same after he beat. Uh, after they beat Florida, <laughs> he put up a, a, a shop of himself as a Gator Wrangler. Um, and this time he put himself up uh, toting around a bulldog like it was a football. It was so cute. Yeah, it was very cute. Also, uh, Benny Snell had 165 yards and four TDs. He's a beast. They get- also, this came after a week of jawing with uh, Mississippi State's running back. Kentucky Kentucky talks some shit, by the way. No, I'm Kentucky telling you run- what. Kentucky runs their mouth. Guy named Benny Snell. Guy named Bunchy. Uh, a guy tra- named Cash. A guy named Cash. <laughs> Like, this is a very likable team. <laughs> These are just extremely on an all-new justified names. Mm. <laughs> on an all-new justified. Benny Kentucky Snell team. and them crow boys <laughs> went up to line Benny houses. and Cash. Yeah, um, I, I mean, uh, so, even though I haven't watched it, I've determined that this game is message board karma because I'm sure Mississippi State fans were thrilled to see Dan Mullen go to Gainesville and the Kentucky streak end. And I feel like this is just like, ah, you have, ah, well, here you are. I'm told in uh, this week in Schadenfreude, however you say that word, it's not a real word, that uh, Mississippi State fans went hard this week. Good. So everyone can go read that post. Yeah. You know, you know what, one thing that, uh, you know, there's a lot of conjecture that follows after a game. Mm-hmm. People, you know, saying things without maybe looking at the data or anything. Um, Ryan, when you go, man, how did that happen? Uh, well, when I tell you what the Kentucky defense did to their rushing attack, 56 yards. 56 sorry, yards on the ground. Like a left-handed produce department. Yeah. I'm telling you. just <laughs> I've only moved 56 yards and I've only gotten three items on a 488 item list for the week. Good luck, Mississippi State. I'm, I'm never going to win supermarket sweep. <laughs> just grab the turkeys i can't find the turkeys they don't sweep kroger all right um texas tech 41 oklahoma state 17 again is the 17 correct yeah i yeah. saw that number uh listed elsewhere so i didn't watch any of this i watched i watched a good bit yeah i think i think i ended up watching about a half Right. That's pretty funny. Mostly the ass kicking half. Right. And you should know this. Uh, I don't know what David Gibbs like drew up. 
but Taylor Cornelius was not reading any of it. Like I don't I don't know if his receivers were completely covered, but he was just he was not seeing the matrix. What's the opposite of the matrix? That's what Taylor Cornelius was seeing. You see the simulation. Uh, it's it's the part where like the nanobots form a uh, face of a baby that is robot god. Yeah. When that what happens at the end? Yeah. Taylor Cornelius was like, "Hello, robot baby god. Here, I'm gonna throw a two yard check down." Yeah, that was that was what he was doing. He did not have a real good game. Also, like Justice Hill. Justice Hill got 12 carries, which I know you were behind, but Justice Hill should probably get more than 12 carries because your boy was averaging nine a carry. Yeah. Texas Tech, I don't know if they have a good defense. Uh, Their defense after one week uh, against Oklahoma State, I feel real secure in saying, yeah, that defense is poison for the Cowboys. Because they didn't, they didn't know what to do with it. The rest of it, too. By the way, this is how close Texas Tech is to being good at any point, right? Is you go, oh, wow, they've got seventy-five percent of a defense. And what about the offense? Fine, it's just fine. It's absolutely fine. Although I would point out they had the unholy number of the same number of rushes as the same number of passes. Blasphemy! Ugh, Ugh. gross. It's not Red Raider football. Take that shit back to the Big East. <laughs> Uh, Texas thirty-one, TCU sixteen. What is the Big Twelve? I, had, the Big Twelve had a little bit of a sour tummy. Yeah. it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a great way of putting it. They were colicky. This is a colicky weekend for the, the Big, Big 12. Twelve. Was just green face emoji all day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was. I, I know we really enjoy. This is one of my favorite things about having a relatively short season for the sport period, and especially for college football, is making grand assumptions about a conference based on one week, right? Like, you know, out of out of the Big Ten, like, wow, well, you know, three teams won, the rest of them lost, and you're like, oh god, the conference is trash, absolute trash, and they win all of their games the next week, and who notices? No one, <laughs> absolutely no one. I mean, I know Nebraska didn't win. I feel very confident. <laughs> That's not. Ooh, boy, does that really did cover they it? Ever, did they ever not win? <laughs> does that? <laughs> that doesn't really cover what happened to Nebraska. But let's explain. Let's explain TCU Texas first okay. before we get to that. Because, um, and Jason, how much of this game did you watch, Jason? Uh, I try. I tried to have it as my main thing until Army Oklahoma was popping off. So sorry, sorry Texas. I didn't watch your glorious moment. I was too busy. Um, well, I wasn't giving money to Oklahoma. I was. <laughs> oh, I was stealing money from Oklahoma. So there you go. It's all good. But they Texas, they, right? they themselves are thieves. It's in the name. They can't get mad. Oh damn! Sorry, I was participating in Oklahoma's favorite activity. <laughs> sorry, Texas. This is bandwidth um, thieves. So. According to uh, Bill C's numbers, this was the number two turnovers luck game of the week. Mm-hmm. Texas greatly benefited from some friendly bounces. Granted, 15 points is quite a margin anyway, but it should have been quite a bit closer. Um, that's my only insight here. Okay. Yeah, Texas-, Texas Texas did look good. And TCU, uh, they, two weeks in a row, they've showed, like, they've just had, like, rapid collapses two weeks in a row you know they've had really tight games against more talented teams 
um, yes, I'm fine calling Texas more talented team than TCU. And just all of a sudden, just it was no longer close. Yeah, I, I think like the game plan if you're playing TCU is just sit on them. If you're a bigger, just sit on them in the fourth quarter because they're not going to be able to fight their way out. And that's what that's what happened. Like the fourth quarter, when you look at a team, you go, oh, man, Texas just looks bigger. They did. And Texas looked good. I mean, they and when you say they look good, they Texas didn't really like a good football team. No, they just they didn't have like a spectacular day offensively. Like that's still, a, I think, a project. Um, at best, in terms of, uh, especially in terms of the run game, they just don't have anything super consistent. But you know what they can do? They can play defense. They kick pretty well. And when they have to really slow the game down, they're real good at slowing the game down and beating you up. I just, so, wish, I, just wish I could go back a week and tell a TCU fan at a casino, hey, before you make your bets... I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to score as many points as Oklahoma State, but you're going to score twice as many plus as Mississippi State and see what they do. (laughs) Well, first of all, that's an equation, so I need a moment. Sure. Sorry. I'm figuring it out. Yep. yep. I wouldn't have taken it. Okay. Mostly because I wouldn't figure the math out correctly. I know. I know. I wouldn't have taken it. I appreciate your honesty, and that's the think, that's the other reason why you can't build a boat. No. <laughs> if you're TCU, you, you just say like, "We're going to score." Okay, Coach P's got this. He's going to shut the. It, it, however many we score, you know, Coach P will hold them hold them below that number. We're fine. All right, let me let me do my last game, and I. <sighs> Old Dominion forty nine, Virginia Tech thirty five. <laughs> This one made me really sad. Um, uh, yeah, man. Um, ODU just bombs the thing. Who, man. All right, who is ODU's coach, and when is Florida State hiring him? <laughs> something, something Wilder. Is it Bobby Wilder? Yep. Jeb Wilder. Jeb Wilder. Jeb. Yeah. So, um, okay, Spencer. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Of, the, of those 49 points, how many of them were scored by the defense or special teams? Uh, of the 49 points, let me make sure my rat... None. None. Oh, okay. Um, None. Seven TDs for Old Dominion. All seven came as a result directly of uh, an offensive player crossing the threshold. There were... Uh, there were no pick sixes. Uh-huh. There were uh there was nothing of uh, of that matter. In fact, in terms of turnover luck, don't don't look for any because Virginia Tech only had one. ODU didn't have any. Uh that's that that'd be a margin of, you know, one, one score. Yeah, no, that wasn't about this at all. What, now maybe what, you're what, saying, what, oh, what was it about? Maybe, maybe maybe ODU had something that worked, or there were some serious injuries on Virginia Tech's side and and maybe they got out to an early lead and Virginia Tech just kind of woke up and like failed in the comeback. No, no dog. No. <laughs> oh. Nine. Uh fourth quarter. Oh, do you dropped 28 on them in the fourth quarter? Jeez, are you kidding me? Are you kidding no. me? No, you dropped it was 28. Ass, it was an outright ass kicking. It was not gamed away from 
Virginia Tech by like scrappy upstart moves. Yeah. 28 in the fourth quarter. How and 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 to refresh my memory, how many points did Florida State score total against Virginia Tech? Trace. Mhm. So my favorite part of this Jeez. game was fourth quarter um Old Dominion is clearly they're they're just slinging the rock all over the all over the yard without really much um much difficulty and they get to this point where you know you you know like certain sports fans they do the uh oh scored too fast thing which is mm-hmm. just obnoxious nanny state it's bullshit it's funny every like, time it's funny absolutely every time points are good you nerds stop crying about <laughs> points stop point shaming and ODU did that to take a touchdown lead 42-35 and then oh no scored too fast fucking dorks so ODU gets the ball back so what do they do here they're driving they're driving first down kill the clock first down run that clock down hell no fuck that we're going for the end zone <laughs> we're going to score again put a totally unnecessary touchdown on that actually made the game <laughs> slightly less likely four, to be won like a four, a 40 yarder yeah, instead of just salting <laughs> the thing away they said <laughs> they said, fuck you we're old dominion we're going for the end zone it was one of the glorious mo- for- it, it was like it was one of the most like you know fuck your math get points moments i've ever seen good for by the way like good for them because they lost like let me put this in context they lost all three of their games prior to facing virginia tech they lost to liberty Ugh. they lost to charlotte and they lost to FIU, right? Just one opened mouth, like, toss into the great, like, poo gutter of college football, right? Just just one terrible beginning. And suddenly, they find themselves in a position with Virginia Tech playing at ODU, by the way, at Foreman Field, which looks pretty much what you would imagine it to look like. Like, not even an overgrown high school stadium. Nope. That's a high school stadium. That's not even a Texas high school football stadium because those are bigger. And they find themselves with the whooping stick in hand and Virginia Tech prone and not really aware of where it is. Uh, yeah, they they did it. They They did all of it. They did whatever they could to exercise three horrible losses and a terrible start. I don't know what... I don't really know what happened. I know that they were thin on defense. You know, we've had pretty good explanations for every other game for you, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. You know, here, systematically, this is what happened. Or they had some injuries. Or in the case of Army, you just go, ah, Mike Stoops. But here it's just, here it's God fell asleep on the keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. TD, 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 what? Oh, no. (laughs) Cut and paste, cut and paste. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I, I, I know their secondary's thin, and we've been saying right, like I guess maybe this is what what the great takeaway is here. When you go, I don't know, is this result so weird you can't actually take anything moving forward? Um, I don't think so. I think you can actually take some stuff out of this for Virginia Tech moving forward because it's pretty obvious this at this point that. Initially, there were concerns about depth in the secondary, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. That's fine. They did a bang-up job against Florida State. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> it turns out that data may have been misleading. That may not have been the test of your secondary or defense, anyone on your defense, uh, that you thought it might be going into the season. Then they just played William and Mary and had a game postponed, right? So I think we all kind of slept on, hey, maybe there are serious issues in the secondary there. But um, but but you wouldn't have guessed Old Dominion would be the, like, yes, no, you're right. You've no, identified I'm, the cause, but that's like saying, like, oh, yes, uh, w- well, we discovered this this aircraft carrier had a few design issues, and it's like, it got, it ran over a dinghy and capsized. What the shit? I mean, that's that's where we go back to glitch. Yeah, this right, isn't one where there's any really any particular explanation. Like, I think so. So Virginia Tech fans are taking it well, is what I'm hearing. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think I've seen every possible, you know, usual, usual angry fan thing. Vanilla play calling, and you know, we got to play this guy. Just, just all the stuff. Yeah. But didn't 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 the Hokies also just dismiss another player? Yeah, that did happen after the game. Mm. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, I missed that one. Yeah, happened? they uh they booted their best defensive lineman. I'm not exactly clear on why it was ah. the morning after the game. Um, and it was it was an extra weird one because he was like, he was he was posting on Twitter like you know, pretty positive post game stuff. You know, like we're we're gonna bounce back and use this and all you know all that kind of stuff. And the next thing you know, he's gone. Virginia Tech's doing great, basically. Did they just leave? Did they just leave him in Norfolk? I don't, I don't know. That's and it's and it's extra strange because Virginia Tech, of course, the story of their offseason was they lost like twelve defenders. They only have so many of them, so now they're down to like. Maybe oh, and I believe maybe maybe that's the plan to get to the end of the year and only have five. And then that's how you explain it all retro. You whitewash your own history. Yeah, we, you say, we, well, clearly, we five how are we supposed to? We only we didn't couldn't even feel the full team. Only five players I in also, Virginia. You might as well just lose to UMBC. Yeah, by the way, I don't... Uh, it, it doesn't really go, oh, well, maybe Virginia Tech will score points, right? Maybe that's how they're, they're going to go get past this. Yeah, about that. The quarterback's injured. Well. Yep. Josh Jackson injured and didn't didn't look good. It's a crutch type injury. So not not the kind that you want your dual threat quarterback to have in that offense. Uh other than the heavily accursed game, which we won't talk about, is there any other result that you feel I should know about or should know more about? Because I'll 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 throw a few out there. I know Purdue beat Boston College. Purdue was better than its record indicates. Boston College has had trouble being consistent every season. That didn't surprise me all that much. I know Colorado State lost to, I think, Illinois State. Colorado State is a trash team. Um, I know Auburn dump trucked Arkansas. I know... Oh, yeah, wait, now, can I, can I yeah, tell you sorry. one thing about that game? Sure. Go look at the yeah, numbers. Yeah, take, take another peek. No, that's, that's a mind... Like, that was... That game is this week's most deceptive result by score because... You can say year. Year? Oh, okay. Yeah. If okay. you look at just we'll the ahead. box score, just the yardage of Arkansas-Auburn, you would probably guess Arkansas won. All right. I'm on, I'm yeah. on, I'm on Arkansas Fight, our Arkansas blog. 
it says Arkansas got blown out, but the box score tells a wild tale. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, let's let's let me just tell you. Yeah. This is actually this is actually in a thirty-four-three win. Mm-hmm. This was one of. Auburn's I'm sorry, Auburn off- had two hundred and twenty-five yards. That's of correct. Offense? It was oh, one of hello. the. It was one of their worst offensive performances, I believe, in a decade. Okay, we have to move forward past this because <laughs> I don't. This is yeah. This no, is just, no, just book bookmark this though, listener. No. Okay. okay, but no, bookmark this when later on we're like, man, how did Auburn only score shitty total? Against this team, there there are problems. There's serious problems on that offense. Okay. Um. The only it's, other it's a wonder oh. any yards were gained in Auburn LSU because they're kind of the same team. They just conjure points without ever actually advancing the ball. So did any of y'all watch LSU Louisiana Tech? This is a game <laughs> I did watch some of. I did fade the Tigers, but no. Okay. So a great thing happened in this game. LSU won. I don't know if they covered it or not. No. I don't I don't think they did. No. Great job. Great job, Sandman. Um, about somewhere early in the fourth quarter, there was a clock malfunction. This game was played in Baton Rouge. Um, and it was the sort where they said, We're gonna keep time on the field. We have seen this happen multiple times in college football. But Spencer, it usually how long does that does that uh bug persist? Oh, like five minutes. It's not long. It lasted for the rest of the game to the point where (laughs) they could keep neither the play clock nor the game clock were functioning accurately. So neither of these were on the uh, the Chiron for the broadcast. As a result, after every other play or so, the head ref just came on the PA and set a time. And that was how much time was left in the game. That was the only way anyone had any idea how much time was remaining in what was for a, a, a very, very good portion of it, a close contest featuring one of the nation's top ranked teams potentially getting upset. It was amazing. It's like a... you, you just see like a, a first down and then you'd hear like a voice in the distance go like 806. <laughs> like What? It's it's like a oral tradition version of a football game. Yes, this is this is this is the Homeric. The box score just passed football. down through generations. If I can give you still the, more like, accurate than ESPN, goddamn. <laughs> if I can, if I can give you the uh, the cruelest, uh, I do want to. We we rarely discuss. I know usually Jason discusses wagering uh, because that is his purview on this podcast. However. Um, there was a spectacular bad beat. Like, so spectacular, I paid attention to it. Which was, an all games, like, of all games where you would bet the over, what's the one game in, in the Big Ten, even, that you would not? Iowa-Wisconsin. Iowa, yeah. 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 For, for the entirety of America, who had the under 43, <laughs> Wisconsin already had... Which, which... By the way, your under is forty three, <laughs> and it was it was Just looking great two. for the entire game. I think this thing was like seven seven at the half or something like that. Yeah, it was seven yeah. seven at the half. The under was looking awesome. Uh, Wisconsin took the lead late, and Wisconsin was covering then as well. And then they tack on a bullshit touchdown at the end. Uh, via With forty like forty three seconds on an end around, yeah. like <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> If you want a really great moment, 
on your your social media timeline to shake out which people. Also, you know the uh, the end around. Guess the weight of the man who scored the end around touchdown. Two hundred and seventy pounds. Close. One hundred and fifty five. Two hundred and forty six. <laughs> That's that's a lot of round. It's an end around end around. <laughs> just take just, just just rumbling for thirty three yards of totally unnecessary touchdown. That's God. That's so beautiful. That's a that's a moment when that happens, and everyone on your timeline who uh, has thus far cloaked being a degenerate gambler really well instantly erupts. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? What like I want to know this. Who got the over? Yeah, what Wisconsin? maniac? What madman over in Wisconsin? <laughs> please, Iowa. please, please tweet Jason if you bet the over. Yeah, please. I would. I would like to know what's wrong with you. <laughs> Which, yeah. And there's going to be more points than that than you think. Forty <laughs> two. This, this thing's looking pretty lively to me. You're <laughs> really going to open up. Mm, I'm feeling twenty five, twenty three. It'll be crazy. I'm picturing some punt returns. <laughs> Uh, that was that was probably the only other moment from uh, a, a weird but satisfying week four. It picked up toward the end. You didn't really like. You didn't miss anything during the day. Yeah, it was. No, this was this was a good week to take off. Yeah, yeah. It dragged until when it basically it like... uh, basically army dragged Oklahoma onto the American Forces Network was when things picked up. It seemed like there were a disproportionate amount of games where, or maybe it just these games stood out because we were so like hard up for entertainment, but there are a lot of games that seemed like they were going to blossom into these big, beautiful upsets. And then mostly it was just chalk, chalk, chalk. That's why it wasn't a true blood week. It was, it, oh, no. it wasn't even close to blood week. It no, was, it was uh, like a, it was not even like a, it was like a B for effort week. It was, it like, was an adequate uh, sticker. I mean, most of the teams that the bad thing happened to them, they were in the teens anyway. For for a blood week, we need like top ten teams losing. Yeah, this is a dead leg week. Like it hurt, and yeah, that's gonna leave a mark. But it's not blood week. Mm. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. Just just to, I I wouldn't want to send anyone out in this podcast frowning. I wouldn't want to be thinking about. The I know. Pain. I know. Rutgers yeah. lost to Buffalo badly. Mm-mm. No, I got something better. How many points did Louisville score against UVA? I I I know Again, the num- trace. I, I know the number is not seven. I know that. Trace. Hey, who plays next week? Louisville, Florida State. Louisville, Florida State. Hmm. Three thirty. ESPN two. <laughs> That's the score if you rearrange the numbers. Three <laughs> zero three three to three. <laughs> three two. See through the code.